Republicans are douchebags. <laughs> they're creepy and they're kooky and they're altogether ooky. 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 Republicans suck. That's the point of the whole thing. My name's Snarky Democrat. I'm here with my better half, Laura. Hi, everybody. Hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Uh, as usual, every week I just come out and talk about what douchebags Republicans are and how right-wingers want to destroy America, ruin our country, run us out of business, burn us to the ground, just so they could prove that government doesn't work. That's what it's all about with them. Uh, they want to become in charge of government so they could show us how much government sucks by sucking at it. They are the biggest bunch of sucky sucks that have ever sucked in history of sucking. Don't you agree? And then we have to come in, the Democrats, and sweep up behind them. It happens every single time. Well, it, it's, it happened after Bush won. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, George Bush the first, the yeah. father. After he left office, Bill Clinton came in and cleaned everything up and gave us a surplus. And then, of course, his, you know, his mentally challenged son uh, took over, and he dug us into a hole all the way through to the other side of China. And uh, now I believe Barack has spent six years filling that hole with seeds and planting and gardening and tending and all that m metaphorical bullshit. Anyway, the point is they suck. That's the point. They, I've been saying this for years. I know. Don't give me that. You're making the face. Isn't that what this is about? Don't they suck? Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, you don't even want to admit, you, you admit it, but you have this face. I'm like, well, it's not tasteful to say they suck. <laughs> they suck. They suck. They suck. They suck. They suck. Okay. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't think I've been snarky enough and angry enough the last few weeks. I, th I think I really, I've been, I'm fed up with myself not being fed up enough. And this week proved it. We have no guest this week. You know why there's no guest this week? Because we nobody likes us? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <but laughs> no, I'm no. just kidding. It's because there's so much Republican insanity to talk about for this week. I don't need a guest. Okay. Laura's my guest. She's always my guest. She's my best guest. Uh, let's talk briefly, just briefly. I don't know if we, we wanted to talk about this, but I want to talk briefly about the Iran deal. And once again, I'm going to say this for the millionth time, no one has shown me where it's written in this agreement that Iran gets a nuclear bomb after two months or that I can't inspect or yada, 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 yada. No one's said has proved anything to me. Uh, I guess I'll just have to take the Republicans at their word. You know, when they say not it's not good. Not a good idea. <laughs> well, but that's my point. My point is anybody, you know what, here's the deal. If we don't have the deal, Iran has a bomb in six months. How about that? In a year, they have a bomb. If you don't take the deal, they build the bomb because there's nothing, nobody, nowhere to watch them if there's no deal. I agree. This is, this is mentally ill to think that you're going to work things out with your enemy by ignoring them. Even St. Ronald Reagan called up Gorbachev, I said this last week too, and, and started the ball rolling by talking. Well, diplomacy has never been their strong suit. Yeah, the Republicans spell diplomacy B-O-M-B. Yes. That's how they spell it. And the other end of that B-O-M-B better be B-R-O-W-N. Okay, because apparently that's all we do. We don't, I don't, I think, what was the, George Carlin said the last time we, we bombed white people, it was Germany, and that's because they were trying to steal our shit. So, you know, it's true. that They have no diplomacy. John McCain sang bomb Iran years ago. Lindsey Graham running for president right now, 
his top priority is sending American servicemen back to Iraq. That's his number one priority. And he said, if we don't understand that, then you are not fundamentally, fundamentally fit to lead this country. If you don't understand that we need more war, more American kids dying overseas in other countries, for what? I'm not, I'm not even sure. And what did Huckabee say? Oh, uh, okay, well, yeah, that the military was made to break things and kill people. Uh, you know, Huckabee is just, he's gone so far off the deep end. Uh, and by the way, you know, that toadstool never fooled me for one second. No. You know, he's a, he's a, a, a moonshine-swinging hillbilly, okay, who, who, who probably butters his lard with, with fat, I'm just, I'm telling you, I hate the guy. I'm sorry. You can, write, you can shake your head all you If you guys could see how many times she shakes her head at me during this freaking show, you know? She's, she agrees with everything I say, but I, I, but I still get all the dirty looks. Like, I'm saying something unreal. Like, like, the, those, like those people on the right, like those right-wing water buffalo never once said rude things about us. That's all they've done for 30 years. Since, since, since I was in my 20s, they've constantly called us the traitors. They called us the people who, we sympathize with terrorists. We coddled, it's what, it's a baby terrorist? Oh, they blow up so quickly. I mean, really, think about, uh, Jesus, go back to, to the 60s. I wasn't even old enough. In the 60s, they, they said, you know, we were uh, you know, on the side of you know, Hanoi Jane and all that bullshit. They have no argument. So you know how they argue? They impugn your credibility. They impugn your patriotism. You know what? Fuck that. I'm sick of that. That's why I'm here. I'm here to take it back. I'm here to take back patriotism. I'm here to take back all the stuff that the right wing has mutated and spoiled. Spoiled over the years. We're number one because you say so. That's, that's their motto. As long as I say I'm number one, I'm number one. You want to be a great country? Act like a great country. Don't say I'm a great country. Act like a great country. That's why I love Barack Obama. He acts like he wants to be a great country. He just doesn't say it. You're not with us, sir, again us. Like that moron said, President shit for brains. President can't say the word nuclear. President can't open a frickin' door in China. President can't bounce a basketball. President can't chew a fucking pretzel without almost choking to death. But he can duck a thrown shoe. Yeah, he's apparently really good <laughs> at ducking things that people have thrown at him over the years. Uh, anyway, I, I completely lost my point. <laughs> anyway, the Iran deal. Don't believe the false narrative. Don't believe anything the right says. Anything. Anything. Since January 20th, 2009, they have been so consumed by their hatred for Barack Obama that every idea they put forth is tainted by that hatred. You cannot, it's like trying to do a, it's like trying to uh, do a, a contract with a crazy person. You know, uh, Clause 14, uh, in perpetuity, I will have the rights to the product. And they go, uh, refrigerator, ice tray, what? What the fuck are you saying? You know, that they're nuts. ODS, Obama derangement syndrome, okay? So they're going to tell you everything he does sucks. The Iran deal is good. Don't believe the bullshit. Don't believe the false narrative. Oh, nothing to say now? <laughs> She's amazed I stopped talking for a second. Oh, I can speak now? I can't oh, thank believe you. it. Yeah. There's oxygen in the room right, all right now. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about the debate. It's old news. It's a couple of days old, but it still drags on because of, because of, because of him, Trump. What a moron. So who won the debate? You know who won the debate? The, Anyone who didn't, didn't watch it. it. Yeah. That's who won the debate. Yeah, I'll high-five, yeah. There you go. I never did that until I met her. Uh, listen, let's go through some of these morons. The best one, uh, uh, for me, 
scumbag award of the debate. Mm -hmm. Total scumbag award of the debate goes without a doubt to Chris Christie. Really? Yeah, for two oh, reasons. Yes. One, yes, you're right. he was the only one that pulled up mm -hmm. September 11th. He had it hit it up his ass with the town of Newark, because it all fits. <laughs> he pulled that out of his ass. And not only, not only was he douchebag enough to bring up September 11th, okay, he actually lied. He lied during the debate and said, I, was, I got the job, I was hired the day before. I don't remember the exact quote, but it said something like, I got that job. It was announced on September 10th. He didn't get the job September 10th. He got the job in December. Okay, so he's so you know what? I'll I'll give this to him. He didn't lie. You know, he he parsed his words, all that well, bullshit it, or whatever. It worked better for him, that's why. No, it didn't because he's a big fat scumbag bigger than ever. Do you you, you heard that story that uh, uh, supposedly Trump claims that Bill Clinton called him up before Trump announced he was going to run for president and urged him to run? <laughs> Clinton denies it, but Trump says it happened. Little people don't know Clinton called up Christie and urged him to run and eat vegetables and stop going to Arby's. And that was, I don't know if that's a true story, but I heard it. I, I think I read it on the Drudge Report, so it must be true. Uh, anyway, let's talk about uh, who else on the debate. Huckabee, of course. You have to, the military breaks things like his heart. And uh, let's see, Rand Paul had to go after Christie for the hug because there was, I, I don't think Rand Paul said anything. Oh, yeah, he also went after Christie for NSA. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right, the hug and the NSA, he conflated the two of them. Um, the junior, the, G, the JV event, the junior varsity <laughs> event, that had some good moments. Uh, of course, they say the winner was Carly Fiorini, Fiorina? I'm not even sure what her name is. You know, the woman who yeah. ruined HP. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So anyway. So she uh, destroys HP, but that's who we want to run our country. She, but she wins the, the, the junior varsity debate. So, of course, I have it here someplace. I can't find it, but it was a great quote from uh, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Schultz, who we like. Down love in Florida, her. love her, love and, her. And uh, she was on uh, Morning Joke, and uh, <laughs> Willie Geist. I think Willie Geist was asking her a question about whether or not she was impressed with Carly Fiorini. She gave a wonderful answer, which I'm going to pull up in a second and read to you. Uh, the problem is my computer is run by a squirrel on a cage, you see, and my photography is a little uh, canary in a box who chips it out in stone, kind of like the, the Flintstones. Flintstones. That's what yeah. I'm using here. Uh, she was totally unimpressed with Carly Fiorini. And why should she be impressed? The woman uh, laid off thousands of employees. The woman, uh, cu the woman cut uh, the value of the company. She was eventually ousted by her own board. And, of course, I love in interviews when, you, when they say things uh, like, you know, well, it was, it was a, a decision we came to. It was for the best. No one gets fired for the best. <laughs> Okay, you don't get fired because you did such a great fucking job that you have to leave the company at Laura. You have turned this company around. <laughs> I want to give you a watch. There's the fucking door. Hit it. Okay, so I don't get it with her. Uh, who else was there? Oh, Jeb Bush. I almost forgot Jeb Bush because he's such a fucking loser. Boring. This guy, this guy makes his brother look smart. I mean, is this I don't like... No, he doesn't make him look smart. He makes... His brother looked like he have pers has personality. Jeb Bush has no personality. Not only does he have no personality, the guy no chokes. Person. The guy chokes like a Staten Island cop with a guy selling loose cigarettes. I mean, the guy chokes under pressure like you wouldn't believe. you got to see the face he's making for that joke. Oh, anyway, <laughs> what I want to know about Jeb is it's got to be kind of awkward nowadays that the Sunday family get together with his president dad and his president brother and apparently... Uh, president loser to be sitting there at the table 
uh, after that successful diet, too, of all the things. You know, can we talk about my I lost 80 pounds, okay? Do we have to talk about my bad performance at the debate, Dad? Come on. Yeah, it's never coming up. This, this is the, our computer is so messed up, it's not even funny. Uh, the, and the best part is the entire rundown is on the, on the show, on the, on the computer. But we were talking about the debate and how bad it worked out for all, I think how bad it worked out for all of them. And, of course, the king, the king of the debate, His Highness Trump. Wow. Wow, wow, and double wow. Okay, now Trump goes up there, and granted, apparently he was, he was on the hit list for, for the debate for Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah, Fox. I, you know, the, the the rumor, of course, is what is with Trump? Why is he so delusional? He was on Meet the Press on Sunday saying people can't attack him about his looks because he's so good looking. He looks like a rug, not his hair, his his face, his color. He looks like he should be laying on a floor, kind of like the, like the lion with the yeah. mouth open, yeah. big Trump mouth open <laughs> on someone's. You stub your like Lou Costello would kick his foot, or Curly from the Three Stooges would kick his foot into the mouth of the Trump's lion rug. Oh my God. I mean, was he, how pampered could you be, how pampered could you be to, yeah, I hear that outside, that's outside our studio, I actually hear our, our, our truck and our neighbors screaming at the truck outside, if you hear that in the background, I know there are some eagle-eyed, eagle-eared listeners out there that are going to notice that, I'm telling you, this is not a Trump-run deal here, there's no billion dollars here, okay, all I'm saying is that he's a nut, okay, he's a smart nut, because apparently he knows what to say, do you know, everyone knows his remark about Megyn Kelly's blood, I don't even know how to say it. Uh, but here's the best part. The next day on TV, he said that if you thought that thing that you thought of when I said that, you're a deviant. Do you know that? Oh, you're a gosh. deviant. i got to find some stuff here that is absolutely amazing. I know there's some uh, uh, articles about Trump. I stuff. still believe he's the voice of the Republican Party. I agree with you one million percent. I agree with they're you. They're saying percent. all the things that they can't say because they're politicians, and he's not a politician. Well, let's go through it. Let's go through it. Why is Trump the perfect Republican? Number one, he's rich. Yeah. Right. He's like. Number he's two, like a, he's white. He's white. He's like number three. He's male. Yes. Rich, white, male. Okay, that's like a given. That's like the the foundation of your Republican home. What else is he that makes him a Republican? Ah. He's insensitive. Insensitive. He's insensitive. He says things that are so mean, so callous, so rude, and thinks it's a joke. Hates and, women. Hates and, immigrants. Wait, wait. Misogynist. Yes. Let's use the right words. Hey, hypocrite. And he's a hypocrite. Misogynist. Hypocrite. Insensitive. And what do all these things equal? Republican. Republican. That's he's, right. He's a Republican. He's a total Republican. He hasn't said anything that they don't stand by. That isn't in their platform. If he doesn't like a woman, he immediately goes after her looks. Well, I mean, publicly. He the has rest no of the Republican Party just goes after her body. Here's a, here's a great article on addictinginfo.org. It's a great website. I use it all the time, addictinginfo.org. These are some of the contestants who are on The Apprentice. Uh, this is Trump himself commenting on the women who are on The Apprentice. Uh, all of the women on The Apprentice flirted with me. Consciously or unconsciously. That's to be expected. Oh, get over yourself. That's what he said. Oh, Jesus. Uh, a male contestant, uh, uh, Gene Folks. I never watched The Apprentice. I don't know who these people are. This is what he said. I think it was most uncomfortable when he had one female contestant come around the board table and twirl around. No way. Yeah. Come on over here, honey. Come on, twirl around. Show us that cute little no, buddy of yours. No. And do me a favor. Go out and get a, a coffee for me. After you do, I mean that is, I mean it's Mad Men. It's like Megyn Kelly said, and I can't believe 
Zod, help me. I'm going to agree with Megyn Kelly. Um, Angelina Jolie, right? You know, she goes all over the world. She adopts loads of little kids, like a humanitarian, okay? Uh, Angelina Jolie is, is sort of amazing because everyone thinks she's like this great beauty. And I'm not saying she's an unattractive woman, but she's, she's no beauty. She's not, not by any stretch of the imagination. I really understand beauty. And I will tell you, she's not... I do own Miss Universe. I do own Miss USA. I mean, I own a lot of different things. I understand beauty. And she's not. Vote Trump! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this stuff is... Not, Does you this could man not... own a mirror? Now, let me say something about Trump. Uh... We first started the podcast about a month ago. It's actually been about four or five weeks now. Right. And I said, first one, this guy has a shot. Not at the Republican nomination. He did. At the presidency of the United States. He did. Okay? He said that. Here's the deal. I don't agree, but he said that. Now you're hearing in the media, and I'm going to take a little, I'm going to blow a little horn here. They're starting to say this shit. Real, serious pundits, pundits. I hate when I get that word wrong. It's the worst word to get wrong. We're seriously saying when he has to file financial statements, he'll leave. He didn't. When they get to the first debate, he'll drop out. He didn't. He's a billionaire. Okay? He could do what he he's wants. He's not going to drop out now. No, no, he's, he's not. But he's, that's, he's got a, a good percentage. But, but the point is you never see a perfect storm coming. It just shows up. And the reality is you get this guy... Pulling, we are see all the left is dancing. He's going to Ross Perot, Jeb Bush. I hope He's gonna, so. Yeah, he could also uh, Ralph Nader, Hillary Clinton. Because let me tell you, there are people on the left not as committed as you and I. They're in the middle. They're on the edge. They live in Nebraska. They live in all those red states. They do. All those, all those. You guys think are, those people would vote for? Are you serious that they would vote for Donald Trump? Somebody who's, you know, a centrist. Democrat would vote for. Come on, come me, on. Our side me, is smarter and more thoughtful and has more independent thought than that. This guy is a game show host. In 1984, 49 states voted. 49 states voted for an ex-actor who made two movies with a chimp called Bonzo. I know, but he had the looks. He had the niceties. He had. It was a different world Trump then. Trump is a TV star. Who's a crass, low class? Reagan wasn't too big. crass and low no, no, class. No, 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 as no, much no. as I hate it, let me him, finish. I mean, let me finish this thought. Trump. Trump represents people today. There's a lot of crass, low class. You see it all over television, and he's the I king. Agree. He's the king, and he's got the resources. I'm not saying he's going to win. No. I'm saying he can, and we should never underestimate him or write him off. I'm not underestimating him or writing him off. I just think there's no way. I don't know who they're going to go with. I mean, the the general consensus was Rubio did really well at the debate. I mean, I don't know. He looks like he's 14 to me, but that's, you know, I'm just saying. And uh, and Kasich, this guy did pretty good, too. Kasich? Yeah, he's Kasich. one to watch out for. Yes. Watch out for Kasich, because he says things that appeal to lefties. Yes, yes, about... Uh, that he went to a gay wedding, and there's no reason why he can't love his friends just because it, they're gay. And, and I almost had a heart attack. And it was more important for him to be perceived as compassionate by St. Peter at the pearly gates 
than a bunch of tea partiers. That's what he said. I'm paraphrasing him, of course, but that's what he said. And, and I heard that. I thought, oh, my God, that is... That's that a guy is, to watch wild. out for. Right. That's a guy who could win. I'll tell you, the thing that bugs me about Trump is he's sucking all the oxygen out of the thing. room, and we should be talking about how crazy Ted Cruz is, how inept uh, Jeb Bush is, how... how uh, how mentally challenged uh, uh, Rick Perry is with his hero Ronald Raven, uh, uh, Marco Rubio. Why does he? Why is Marco Rubio there? Okay, he's he he he's like twelve. Okay, he has no experience. I mean, you want to talk about? Isn't he a first time? Isn't he just like Barack? Isn't Cruz the first? No, Cruz is the second time. But you know, that's the other thing that gets me too about these morons, these hypocrites. They go out there. And they tell their story, and they go, this is the American story. Barack had a better story than you, you asshole. Yes, he did. He's a, does. He has a, a single mother, raises a half-black child in America, and the kid grows up to become president. I mean, that's like George Washington, for fuck's sakes. And Rubio's going, my father came here. He, first of all, Rubio lied about when his father came here. They're pretending to be refugees from Cuba. They're not, okay? But, but Barack, oh my gosh, you know... Uh, the crazy shit that they said this week that's out of control, number one, we're going to talk about this, number one, a, a pastor in Panama City, Florida, Lord be praised, Craig Connor, has a great idea, Laura, to uh, get rid of our deficit. Our okay. deficit, which is about 500, I think it's $500 trillion. Yeah. Uh, anyway. No, not 500 trillion. I'm sorry. It's like 18 trillion. Between the numbers are all over the place. Apparently, it's between 12 to 18 trillion dollars. Uh, can get rid of the whole thing if we just defund Planned Parenthood. You know, because we spend a half a billion dollars a year on Planned Parenthood. 500 million, 18 trillion. 500 is a bigger number than 18. I think that's what he's thinking. Uh, here's the deal. In case you don't know, go out there and tell every right-wing shithead to blow it out his ass, because here's the deal. Planned Parenthood spends 3% of its money on abortions. None of that money is federal or state money. Not a penny. 3%. 3%. The other 97% are useless things like mammograms and birth control and testing for cancer. Oh, my God, these women are such sluts. If they just kept their legs closed, they wouldn't get cancer because cancer is God's way of saying, you're a slut even though I made you. That part gets me... I don't understand how that works because I don't know why God would judge... Something that he made, I don't know. That part always gets me. You know, God hates gays, but God made gays. If, if there's a God. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> we're going to have someday. I know she's upset. Uh, uh, Jeb, this is a great one from Jeb about ISIS. Here's the lesson that we should take from this, which relates to this whole subject. Barack Obama became president and he abandoned Iraq he left, and when he left, Al-Qaeda was done for. ISIS was created because of the void that we left and the void that now exists as a caliphate the size of Indiana. Wow. First of all, here's how, I can't say this word, here's how special Jeb is, okay? While he's erroneously blaming Barack for the creation of ISIS in the war that his brother started, okay, he actually says Al-Qaeda was done. He actually gives Barack credit right. for wiping out Al-Qaeda. Don't get worried. I'm not going to hit you for wiping out Al-Qaeda because you look like I'm scaring you. I'm sorry. I'm not scaring you. I'm just, I'm, 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 this is nuts. He's saying that Barack wiped out Al-Qaeda while he's insulting Barack, number one. Number two, he says that Barack abandoned Iraq. Okay. 
The deal we had with Iraq for our removal was started by the Bush administration. I don't even know if Barack had anything to do with the terms, other than not to agree to leave troops there who would be open to Iraqi law. That was the whole turning point. You know, we can go into, you know what, I don't even want to do this. We can go into this tit-for-that-tat bullshit thing that we love, that the right wants you to do. They, they want you to do it, okay, because they want you to pull in, they want to pull you into their narrative. Fuck them, okay? Here's the deal. Bush started that war. Bush created that mess. He broke it. He owned it. His own Secretary of State said that. Colin Powell, you break it, you own it. Bush owns it. Okay, Barack left. Barack took the troops out just like he frickin' promised us all. Okay, so don't give me... So when someone tells you anything, tell them to go eat a fucking pine cone. Okay? Because it's all bullshit. It's a false narrative that they feed to us constantly. Constantly. The media buys into it. Liberal media. My asshole liberal media. I used to work for NBC. It was owned by G. It's not owned by G. Now it's owned by Comcast. These are billion-dollar companies. You think billion-dollar companies are liberal? You're out of your frickin' mind. These are billions and billions of dollars. There's nothing liberal going on here. So that's bullshit to the liberal media. Really? Fox has been number one on cable for over 10 years. How could they be out of the mainstream? They are the mainstream. They're the mainstream. CNN and MSNBC gets, gets, gets farts for, for coverage compared to Fox. So don't pretend. It's like saying the Beatles were an in, in indie band. Are you out of your mind? Fox has been number one. They are the mainstream media. That's what you tell people when they say anything to you. You tell them that Fox is the mainstream media. Anyway, I know I'm ranting all over the place. I'm, I'm out of control. It's okay. Yeah, I know. Um, before we get out of here, the final craziest shit thing said this week. Mm -hmm. You know what it was. No. Trump. <clears throat> Which one? The blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you said that one. We right? talked about it, but we didn't, but we didn't, you know. I mean, this guy is nuts. I think he just says whatever he wants to say and then and then brushes off, which is by the way why he is a great Republican. Well, I don't think what he said is the scariest thing. I think when they ask women and women go, "Yes, I think that this PC stuff is ridiculous and I'm still standing behind Trump 100%." That scares me a lot more than Trump actually saying it. Here well, again, he's saying what the Republican Party feels. I think, well, no, you're right about that. And, and there were people on TV that actually said to the, to the interviewer, I don't care about, almost like they were saying, I don't care what he's saying. It, right. It's the way he's saying it. Right. That well, he's, well, you know, that he's mad as hell and he's not going to take it anymore. Our mad as hell not going to take it anymore is Bernie Sanders. Theirs is Donald Trump. I mean, you want to talk about two completely different human beings, you know. That would be the battle royale of all time that maybe this country is, is working towards. Maybe this country is working towards the socialist versus the billionaire. Yeah, maybe. You know? I, I don't know. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about our contacts and our sponsor. Our contacts, of course, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash snarkydemocrat. We're on Tumblr now. I don't even, I'm not even sure what Tumblr is. <laughs> I'm going to start my own social group for a uh, social uh, platform for people that, that can't speak straight. I'm going to call it Mumbler. Uh, and uh, so we're on Tumblr. We're on Facebook, of course. Uh, Twitter, at Snarky Demo. Uh, our podcast here on SoundCloud. 
oh my God, is this ever going to end? <laughs> <laughs> and the most important, the people that pay for everything, our sponsor, GigMama.com. Do me a favor. If you need any event entertainment whatsoever, event entertainment, a DJ for your wedding, a comedian for your divorce party, <laughs> a saxophone player for your funeral, uh, whatever, check out GigMama.com. Dig Mama, what am I, Rick Perry all of a sudden? <laughs> Jesus. Oops. Uh, check out GigMama.com. Go visit them. Use them. They have the best entertainment for your event right where you live. Check them out. They're really good guys. This is uh, me, Snarky Democrat, my lovely wife, Laura. Bye, ha everybody. Happy birthday, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's my wife's birthday, and I love her, and you never ask a woman, ever ask her her age. So how much do you weigh? <sighs> uh... I'm 63 and so happy. Oh my God! You're 63. I'm 63. Oh my God. I want to see I'm your. So happy. I want to see your birth certificate. <laughs> I want the birth certificate right now. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.